Hey, it's Madison, the Black Eagle, and here's a highlight from today's show. Now, I want you, this is, this is public record, and, and, and bear with me, because when it comes time to decide how you're going to vote in November, and, and I'm telling you, I'm not, uh, uh, Jim Jordan can say, all, I, I don't care, he's right. I want, I want you and these others out. I want you out. I don't want you to have the power of the vote. And I'm going to do all I can between now and November 8th to get your ass out of, out of Congress. Now, some of you are in what they call safe districts. I recognize that. But I tell you, the one thing I'm going to certainly be doing is working to get these five or six states uh, for the U.S. Senate race to flip. I'm not, I'm not hiding it. I'm not apologizing. And by the way, I'm promoting it. Now listen to this. This is what the Republican Party has done. Bear with me, because I'm going to, and this will give you time to grab a line, but I can guarantee you some of this I didn't even know. Much of it I did. You ready? The Republican Party voted to acquit a would-be dictator of responsibility for leading a violent insurrection and a coup to overthrow an election. That's a fact. And we're going to find out more when the January 6th committee reports. The Republican Party refused to protect voting rights. The Republican Party lied about everything because they know they could get away with it. That's why they don't want to show up and be subpoenaed, because they can't lie without being criminally charged. The Republican Party supports and praised Putin as he tried to conquer and enslave a democratic country. The Republican Party has supported dictators around the world. The Republican Party cut taxes on billionaires and corporations then introduced plans to raise taxes on the poorest people in the United States. Hello, Rick Scott of Florida, and got busted by his own, you know, oh, well, yeah, man, you can't talk about that right now. Don't you know this is a midterm election? I'm not making this up. The Republican Party ran through laws to stop women from deciding what to do with their own bodies. The Republican Party rammed through laws to silence teachers, rewrite history, ban books, and basically comforting racist people. Hey, no, 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 hey, 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 hey. Uh, critical race theory. Hello? What is it? The other? What's the other one? Removal. Great. Re- the replacement theory. Great replacement theory. 
the Republican Party ran through laws to stop kids who aren't heterosexual from getting help and education about their mental health. The Republican Party ran rammed through laws to stop teaching children about what it means to be gay. The Republican Party, and most people don't know this, they actually were working to repeal child labor laws. The Republican Party, they actually introduced laws to make it so that adults can marry children. The Republican Party refused, has refused to pass common sense gun laws to stop children from being slaughtered in school shootings. And then they go to an NRA convention immediately after the shooting. The Republican Party voted against creating a department to investigate and prevent acts of domestic terrorism. The Republican Party voted against capping the price of insulin for diabetics so they wouldn't go bankrupt trying to buy it. The Republican Party voted against the oil and gas price gouging bill. The Republican Party demonized people fleeing from unimaginable violence and trying to build a better life for their families. Demonized everyone who didn't share their beliefs. The Republican Party cheered when one of their own says that that Democrats should be shot. The Republican Party claims to follow God and Jesus, but ignore every single one of their commands to love and help others. They are trying to recruit an army of lawyers to form relationships with police officers, departments, and judges to make it easier to overturn the next election if it isn't in their favor. And we know this is true. The Republican Party working to get Donald Trump loyalists into positions of power right now so that they can overturn the 2024 election if he doesn't win. Ladies and gentlemen, everything I said, everything I read is on record.
Everything. Everything I said is on record. This is not your grandfather's Republican Party. These are people who, and by, who are literally, literally trying to, I mean, they, they want to get rid of democracy. I, you know, I got to tell you, we went over the, over the holiday, went to see the uh, Ohio players. We had a ball. I mean, just it. But I, and, and let me tell you, I, and Sherry said this, and I think she's absolutely right. They're, I think they're better today uh as uh, as they were when when they were recording i to be honest with you other people at the show saying the same thing same thing and 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 a couple were there and they said we've been listening to their music all day long they're better here than even their recorded than music re- yeah i'm and and one of the things that's interesting i always wondered ohio players you know there's so many you know, calling people players a play, but I I found out the reason they they became the Ohio players they didn't start off as the Ohio was because they weren't vocalist, they were instrumentalist, and that's how they came up with the name player. They they played music, and and uh, Diamond uh, James well, he he says it. You know, well we're not you ain't, we don't have a bunch of electronic music. No, 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 no. These are saxophones. These are trombonists. These are uh, 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 guitar players. Chet, uh, same thing with Chet. Uh, they, I mean, they are they are pianists. They are instrumentalists. Now, having said that, this is my hit, and I'm going to keep bringing this up, and then I'll get to our history and back to the phone calls. For the life of me, I do not understand why they are not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Now, Amen. I'm not saying that because they're from Ohio and the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is in Cleveland. I know that's not a criteria. I understand that. I recognize that. But I got to tell you, and I'm not taking anything away from those who are in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Dolly Parton. Harry Belafonte, I mean, you name it, LL Cooja. I'm not taking any, please understand, I am not. But I just don't understand what it, why they are not. Their music is being covered by current entertainers, recording artists, Advertisers are using their music now. They're performing like crazy. I mean, they've sold millions. I don't get it. And I'll be honest with you. I plan to keep pushing this. I don't know. I I have not looked up. and, And I've not contacted anybody who's on the foundation board. Or the, I, I guess some, there's a group that makes a decision. There's a group that makes a decision. Now I'm not making. I just use my platform here uh, to to say my piece. 
and I won't keep using it. And 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 I'm not saying it because they're friends. I went to school with a couple. I grew up with them. Um, I'm saying it because they deserve it. And I think you would agree. They should be. I, so that's my two cents. Let's get it started. Give start. people their flowers while they can smell Please, it. man, please do that. You know, and that's what I said to Diamond. Man, I'm going to push this because I don't want it to be posthumously. And there's already four of them, the originals, four of the original. They've passed away. There's, yeah, there's four of them that have passed away, Sherry. There's four of them who are still around, but there's four of them who have passed away out of the original group. Who is this on line three? Oh, come on. It's Diamond. Oh, wait, that, no, that's, it, that's, this is not Diamond because Diamond does not get up early in the morning. And it is yep. er- <laughs> I'm messing yes, with you. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Sometimes we hear my friends on their show. I have to get up early in the morning. Ah, man. Well, I appreciate uh, you being up. Most important of all, I appreciate you listening. Well, I need to hear that hallelujah. I'm a first-time caller. Oh, I'm so- well, you're not, though. All right. I give it to him. Now, see, I didn't do my job by asking. (laughs) Are you a first-time caller? But that's okay. The only person I don't mind busting me out about not doing my job would be Diamond. Happy happy Black Music uh, Month, Mr. Diamond. (laughs) Happy, happy Black Man Month to you, too. Okay, listen. Listen, Joe, I so appreciate you giving the the band. First of all, I appreciate the both of you. You know, y'all in my heart. Y'all my family. And uh, I so appreciate you giving us the accolades of of expressing the fact that you think and believe that we should be part of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And that means everything to me as much as as every time that we come to your area, you're there to see us perform. And I I believe you're right, Joe. I think the band is is as, as well as it can be today. Only because practice, you know, makes perfect, and we're 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 trying to perfect this thing. But, you know, I, I just so appreciate it. I was listening to it, and when you said I went to the show this weekend, I said, "Did he go to another show?" No, he's getting ready to mention us, and it, it was it was surprising. But I am listening. I am up. It is eight oh nine or something like that in the morning. But I've been listening, uh, you know, for for hours. So, Joe, just to let you know. I was up this morning, and you're the first one I always turn on to when I get out. I love that, man, and so appreciate uh, appreciate you. Um, you know what I'm going to do? Because gr- I got a call from uh, – I got a caller right now. Let's put Diamond on hold. And Greg probably did not anticipate that he would <laughs> be on with, yeah. the, with the one of the top drummers – in the in uh, in that uh, has been identified by Rolling Stone magazine, Greg from Arizona. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Hey, Diamond. I hope you're listening. I got the greatest story. Well, by the way, he's on. Hey, hey, Greg. Greg, stop. Stop now. He's on with you. Of course, he's listening. Yeah, sure. I am. Uh, yeah, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> South Chicago in the '70s. I grew up there. There was a Hegwish Record Company. They had an Italian guy about 300 pounds as a host when you opened the door, double glass windows. He had a 44. All the people of the South Side, every culture would go into Hegwish Records to buy the album covers. 
And the first album cover I saw was the Ohio Players Gold. They had an African-American woman, I think she was a Playboy model in 74, on the cover. And that's the first album cover I bought. And I'll tell you what, that, was, that, that album cover actually won awards because of their artistic quality and it was just a oh, fun, is that fun what group. they is that what they call nude women in is, are, are, no I'm teasing you Greg hey, by, <laughs> by the way hey Greg by the way just curious yeah. just curious how old were you I'm 62 so I was a teenager yeah I thought I thought that, and most teenagers went and bought that album cover <laughs> so, right. uh, it was right. a, it was a, she had a hose around her waist yeah I, and oh, she yeah. was just so beautiful. Go ahead, uh, Dime. You want to comment? Listen, you, listen. We tried to sell records any way we could, not only for for photograph reasons, but also for the artistic value. And and it, we we got a lot of recognition from the album covers, and uh, it helped us quite a lot. Yeah. So, Greg, I I hope this made your morning because I don't think you anticipated that you'd be talking with Diamond. Hey, if it was my wish, I'd have been there over the weekend to watch you, listen to you guys. Oh, man. Um, what a great honor. And that brought me into the Isley Brothers, Aretha. It got me into good soul music, which was, you know, pretty prevalent in Detroit and Chicago in the 70s. Yeah. Oh, my kid. Yeah. 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 And, and uh, but you, uh, let me ask you, Diamond, and thank you, uh, uh, Greg. And, and you know what? I, I kind of appreciate, great. you know what? I appreciate this. We've been spending two weeks, three weeks about shootings, gun control. This to me, and, and I'm just speaking now, uh, as it, it, I'm so glad we could get away from it for a while because our lines were just lit, had been lit up. And, and and that's what I said uh, when you guys were here for the Memorial Day holiday. Man, I needed that, that, that concert. I just do, if it was just for 90 minutes, just, just to take my mind, and and I think everybody in, at the Bershmere felt the same way. Just to take our minds off of all this horrific uh, uh, news and killings and mass shootings, and uh, I, I really so appreciate it. But in but let me let me let me talk about. Can I ask you about this? And people have always asked, how why was Dayton, Ohio, so influential with funk music? Well, I think, you know, it was just a certain vibe that people have uh, from from this area, from Dayton, Ohio. Of course, we had quite a few uh, astounding uh, musicians that were that were from this area before the Ohio players. Most people don't don't understand that they were Booty Woods and Malcolm Taylor and and Zeke Sloan and and Joe uh, Joe Robinson and there was Shannon Bell. These are various musicians that were on top of the game. Uh, they used to go down to a place called the Jazz Lab. My dad was taking me there when I was 12 and 13 years old. I was a little kid. They said, you let, let the little kid come up and play drums. And some people said at that time, he's going to turn out to be something. Well, here I am. But there were a lot of great musicians in this area, not to mention the fact that, you know, this area just has a thing, Joe. You know, you're part of the thing that we got. You know, I mean, there were people that had pride, that had education, they were quite smart, and they were they were prominent in the things that they they believed that they could do. You know, whether it was football, baseball, uh, basketball, or, or being a musician or a political analyst, or you know, 
on on the Urban Network channel, you know. Uh, so I mean, Dayton has I, whether it was creating planes or or cash registers. I mean, it goes the gamut goes, you know, a thousand percent one way and the other way. A lot of patents were written here, so there was quite an uh, intellect, and uh, and there was a lot of music. There was a and, lot of music. And, and you know, the thing I remember, like uh, uh, it, it, you mentioned, all these names with folk. Um, they, they the teachers, and there are two two folks you mentioned. One was the teachers, uh, yeah. and and then as you said, the parents. They encourage. Right. Yeah, they encourage. They right. didn't say, oh, cut that music out. We don't want to hear all of that crap. They would be encouraging. No. That's right. That's right. You know, we were. I was in a drum and bugle corps. We had advisors. We had parents. You know, it was, yeah, you had your parents that, that supported you in what you wanted to do. Heck, you know, I didn't come from no influential family, but my parents were able to afford me ten and a half years of private lessons and sending me to Aussie Orchestra and band and stuff like that. And, yeah, work music scholarships in the summertime to Miami University. All these things were extra money that that I yeah, I yeah. family in support of myself. But you know they were there for me and they supported me all all throughout. I, you know I think Diamond. I think of my you brought up my grand my grandparents. I just to add to it, I we yeah, right. my grandparents we didn't have a whole lot of money, but they paid for um, vocal lessons. Right. I, I never. I, I can't think of her name right now. Uh, and and she gave private vocal lessons, and mm-hmm. and they and and my, you know that that's that's what they that's what they did. Mister Spencer was the choir director at Roosevelt, and that's right. and he pu- he pushed it. Um, our football coach Jim Caldwell. I did not yeah. know Jim Caldwell was your manager when you guys first yeah. started out. Yeah, well, you know, at our school, we had Albright, who went to daggone the Olympics, you know what I mean? Yes. Yeah, David Albright, you know. And he, uh, and by the way, David Albright was an insurance broker. An insurance broker, yeah. But we had people of influence, right? Yeah, and, and that that's it. You know, I'm going to do one more guy, one more guy, and, and, and I, I hope I'm not impeding upon your morning ritual. <laughs> oh, he, what happened? We, he dropped. Uh, hold, hold, uh, for some reason, he dropped. I don't have him on the... Maybe me, he'll call back. Maybe he can. He might be listening. Because you've got a guy who and, wants to ask him a question. Because I got J.D. Uh, calling from California, and if Diamond is still listening, but his, his phone dropped. But J.D., quickly. That, that's okay. I, hey, I, think, uh, I think we can get him back. But you had a question. All right. Yeah. Yeah, I just wanted to ask him about that song, Jive Turkey, because over the the holiday weekend, I was on my jet ski up here in California uh, blasting Jive Turkey. And that mm-hmm. instrumental, after the um, the vocals, is ass-kicking. I mean, I remember that. My dad used to you know play that back in the 80s. So I just wanted to ask him where did he get that? I mean, what where did that song come up come from, Jive Turkey? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 Yeah.
I, I, I tell you what, I, 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 I love that song, man. I do too. I, I don't know where it came from, but yeah. uh, we'll but try. The vocal, I mean the. Um, the yeah. um the instrumental after the vocals you know just kick just kicks butt yeah you know, yeah maybe that's maybe long, that's man. him maybe that's yeah. him calling that's all I wanted that. to ask you. okay well hold on let's see if that's if that's okay. diamond uh uh calling <laughs> calling back I think okay. so I think so um is that right hello do I get diamond line one hold on J D now you talk about oh, getting up uh-huh. early. JD's calling from California, Diamond. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. And, yeah. But but he but he Sacramento uh, area. I don't know if you heard him, but we were. He wanted to know. You can play it again. He wanted to know the how this song originated. You know, Joe, I explained some of that in the show. It's like, you know, Ohio players wrote songs about any and everything. Some people only write songs about, you know, dances or, or moves or whatever. But we wrote songs about whatever's happening during the day that we thought might be a little bit interesting. And during that period of time, I guess it was Chip Wilson or one of these, I don't know, some of these comedians on the show used to call people a jab turkey. And people in the, you know, around used to call people jab Jab turkeys. Jab turkeys, right. During that time. You know, they said, man, you ain't nothing but jab turkey. So, of course, Ohio players, we wrote a song about jab turkey. And, you know, and what we thought it might be as far as the words and concerning, you know. I used to think that you was it was really cool, but I've just found out to do a jab turkey. That's how it comes out, you know. You, you don't realize people jab turkeys because they talk so much smack, you have to go through the smack yep. first to realize they're just a jab turkey. <laughs> yeah, oh, and, and, and you know, I got to tell you, I'm about ready to, to start using that with certain folk, <laughs> uh, politically speaking. But I... <laughs> Okay. <laughs> well, well oh, hey, hey, Mr. Hey, Diamond. Yes. Uh, uh, Mr. Diamond, can I ask you a question about the uh, instrumentals after the vocals? You guys kicked ass in the instrumentals after the vocals on that song. Um, thank you for it because you can play that song all the way out and still bob your head to it. You know. Yeah, that was one oh, thing man. that we we capitalized oh. ourselves on is one one we wrote long songs, we wrote grooves. Okay, uh-huh. we didn't write songs. We realized if we was going to get the ability and have the ability to be able to be played on the radio, why dad going to be on the radio for three minutes or three and a half minutes? Dad going to write a song eight, nine, ten minutes if you could, take as much <laughs> time as you could. And that was something that we consciously thought about. So skin tight, yeah. some of our rest of our grooves were, were long for that purpose. It's like we want people to know about this band and the fact that we could groove. It was it was quite a thing for mm-hmm that long in the studio and uh and so we did it yeah we we, we wrote several groups thank you for it sir yeah. Yeah. Thank you're welcome you're very it. welcome <laughs> well look man thank you J- got, uh, thank you jd for for calling and uh like i said it, i i appreciate us now just a little relief from <laughs> all this mess that's been going on thank you jd 
thank you. Yeah, and and Diamond, I thank you for. I, I'm so glad you were listening. I always tell people you never know who's listening, and yeah. uh, uh, I uh, I so uh, I appreciate your friendship. Love you dearly, and I'm and I'm very sincere about this uh, Hall of Fame. It bo- I, and and I gotta tell you, it does bother me because I don't. And the only reason it bothers me, I don't understand what in the hell. And this is me talking, and I don't expect you to, uh, you know, to to to, to promote yourself into it. But I would look. What is the criteria? And if and and if you just tell me what the criteria is, I can almost take it point by point and honestly say to everybody listening, the Ohio players meets fits every criteria. Bingo. And I'll, I'll leave it at that. And so, hey, man, uh, uh, wh- where are you performing next, by the way? We are in Pittsburgh and then at a place called Cape Bay or Cape Bay or somewhere. I Is don't it know. Cape, it, uh, Cape May? Cape May, yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, what they call the shore, I think, is, yeah. The shore. Uh-huh. We're doing a, a convention center or someplace like that in uh, Cape May. And uh, so, yeah, then, then we're off to... I don't know, Joe. Our schedule's pretty, pretty full, so it's going quite well for us. All right. Well, hey, Diamond, thank you. Send send my best to Chet, by the way. Um, you know, because you, you know, know you know when you're on stage, you know when we're in, in the same venue, you're outnumbered with Roosevelt folk. But you know, I, no, no, no. I, I pointed that out to you. My bass player's from Dunbar. You remember that? Oh, that's uh, right. I forgot. You remember about that, that? Now I told oh, you, it's yeah, just baby. tied up two to two. We got a tie game. We so. got a tie game. We got going. a tie game. I, I, you, you, you know what? I you forgot. You know, you said to be corrected on your show. Yeah, two yeah. of us are from Dunbar. Two of you are from Roosevelt. So. Yeah, we, 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 that's all right. We got that thing going. But I got it. <laughs> I, I, I dated and married a woman. My first wife was from Dunbar. So, oh, I didn't know that. Yes. Well, yeah. Well, so you I, know, and and probably because she's from Dunbar, she's not around anymore. No, she is. I mean, not, what? Okay. She so, lives in yeah. Florida, but I mean, you know, okay. We'll leave uh, alone. Yeah. I'm getting in too deep now. Yeah, but she, she's yeah. a lovely lady, and please tell your lovely lady, LaDon, hello from us. Please do. I will, and she's from Dunbar likewise. Oh, so. Lord, have mercy. Yeah, All right, I got to go. Good. All right, talk. <laughs> God bless, man. Uh, I love you, my brother and my sister. My love is with you, and thank you, Joe, I, for even mentioning this man on your show that's going. I mean, you got a subject matter going on today. Uh, I won't even start to talk about that because we talk privately about my Yeah, husband. we got that. Yeah. Well, you know, I got but I got to tell you, I did bring it up on the air, and, and, um, and we didn't get any calls on it, but I'm going to make it an issue. We, we were talking about should the Constitution— be rewritten i mean just you know just let's rewrite the damn thing because it's 200 and some years old and does it apply today and and as you pointed out we're smarter than than they were you know 200 plus years ago but you know what i'm going to bring it up for an extensive discussion and get some scholars on and and i'll uh i'll let you know when we do it yeah, and you sent me something very appropriate that I listened to dealing with that. Good, so, yeah, thank you yeah. so much, Joe. I did listen to that, and so I appreciate that. Yeah, because sometimes, <laughs> and it was a PBS piece, sometimes be careful yeah. what you ask for. Cause That's right. There's That's our, right. Yeah. Well, All right, man. That. Good luck. All Cape, right. Cape May, Pittsburgh, good luck, Ohio yeah. players. Hey, hey, 
And it's at that Hall of Fame. I guarantee I can feel it in my bones. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Thank you, Joe. All Love right. You, man. you can listen to yours truly, Madison, the Black Eagle, live every Monday through Friday on Sirius XM Urban View Channel 126 or anytime on the Sirius XM app.